Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Good preview our game against Brighton. We'll start off with Vinayat Sky. Sean, first of all, have you had any update as regards the appeal process and when you're likely to get a verdict? No, we haven't got a clue, or I certainly haven't at the moment. Um, the guidelines that you suggest and we suggest have been around about the end of the month, so we'll just have to wait and see. Is that the same situation as regards the takeover as well? I don't know any more on that. I've told you I've had one brief meeting and that's it. You know, certainly not in my hands. It's way in the hands of the powers that be checking all their due diligence. I don't think that's changed. I think that's an ongoing process as far as I know. Because of those two situations, though, it does feel like the club is in a little bit of limbo and that surely can't be helpful for yourself, can't be helpful for the players. Yeah, I think the... Um, I don't know the legalities of appeals and all that, of course, but, you, you know, I think it's in everyone's interest. Firstly, our own, of course, but I think the greater good of football, I think everyone's wondering. They were all scratching notes on the first one, so they're all sort of saying, well, when is it going to come to a close? And during that period, of course, you you still look at the league table that they adjusted immediately and took 10 points away, but we don't know where that 10 points is fact still. So, you know, therefore it is... It would be helpful if it's um, sooner or later. But as I said, I don't know how the legal process, you know, the time scales and, and why it takes so long. So we'll just have to wait and see. Does that mean then that the uncertainty is beginning to impact yourself, the players? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think the players have been working very hard, very diligently, very pleased with what they're doing, you know, on a daily basis and the game profiles when we, when we get it right. A few times we haven't. Um, so I don't, I don't think it is in, in a literal way of every day's business, but I'm sure at the back of their minds, they're still wondering, you know, come on then, you know, when, when are you going to tell us where we're at and give us more of a factual kind of view of it? Um, but as I told you originally, we, we were in the same mindset. It is where it is and that's it. So we, we look at where it is now and then see what comes. And unfortunately, that process is taking some time. How much then are you having to accentuate the positives at the moment, which includes obviously the defensive record, just 33 goals, Conceding the Premier League, same as Aston Villa, only Arsenal, City, and Liverpool have conceded fewer. So yeah, I mean, I'm pleased with that side of things, and that's the whole team. Um, you know, a lot is made about individuals sometimes, about playing in a unit, um, sorry, in the back unit, but I think we ask, excuse me, the players to defend from the front, and I think they're getting better at that. The, the t- tactical shape and understanding of the side, I think, has improved. Um, and then finding that balance with scoring goals, we know that's the a biggest uh, part of the challenge so far. Is transitioning in the, the chances we're making to actual finishes and actual uh, goals. And I think that's 
obviously still a work in progress. It always is the defence side as well, but I do, you know, I do like the defensive framework of the whole team and how we've been operating. What are you seeing as the biggest problem in front of the goal? Why it's not quite happening? I think, I think it's like I spoke about, you know, you, how do you find the freedom to finish? You know, how do you find the freedom to miss even? You know, uh, you know these are things that are, you know, going into the final moment. And I think trying to work with the players on, on literally freeing that up, you know, I'm not on them for missing. I told you this all the time. I'm on them for not being in the right place. You know, go into the right areas. If you miss, you miss. That's the way it goes. I made a joke of Duke the other night, but it was a genuine joke because he's in the right spot. I don't mind him miss. That's the way it goes. But, you know, you're in the right spot, score a goal. He's nice and alive. He gets himself onside. Um, if they're attacking the maybe, as I call it, you know, where is it going to land? Maybe it will land here, maybe it will land there. And he's reading that situation, anticipating it. So you want that kind of freedom to be in there in the right areas. Um, and then the final moment of truth is whoever, whoever that comes to, you know, finding the clarity to uh, find a finish. Again, though, it seems that a lot of the focus when it comes <coughs> to goal scoring is on Dominic Calvert-Lewin and his run without the goal at the moment. Is that fair, given that, as you say, defended is, is the whole team responsible? I think whether it's fair or not, that's strikers, isn't it? That's being a striker. That's the reality of the role. You know, you all strikers, I'm sure, should, should at least, I'm not saying they all do, but they should want the adulation of being a striker and scoring goals. Um, that's part of the, the fuel that you'd have as a striker, I would suggest, is that feeling, that amazing feeling when you do score, especially at Goodison, the crowd generally erupt. Um... I think they know, they know the responsibility, that's part of their role, that's part of their responsibility. Having said that, of course, as I've said many times, I say it to the players all the time, it's not just the strikers' responsibility to score goals, because we want them to work, we want them to defend, we want them to do the hard yards for the team, so therefore we've got to pay that back with other people scoring. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> what impact do you see this run without a goal having on Dominic? I mean, the positive is that he's getting a good run of games. Yeah, yeah, staying fit. Um, I think he's playing stronger all the time. I thought he did the other day. Um, and, and I think the impact is, is what it is. I think strikers know that's the, the, the rules of their job. You know, if it's not quite working, how do you get it to work for you? Um, and I think key habits are important. You know, it's, it's <coughs> as I said, getting in the right areas, arriving at the right times in the right places, and you've got to keep doing that. Do you have to remind him that it was four and six before this, this run? No, not really. I think he knows. I think he knows where he's at. Um, and like I say, you know, strike, there's enough noise in football now. Do you think he's, do you think he's thinking, like, there's no noise about him not scoring? I'm pretty sure he knows that. Again, the other night he was in position as well. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great ball from Dwighty. Um, the right run. I don't know, a yard or two and it goes in. That That's sometimes the way it is. But I think, like I said, it's, it's staying with the habits, getting in the right areas, keep producing the performances if you're not scoring to help the team. And I think he's doing that. In terms of what you can expect against Brighton, how do you see it? Because obviously it was a hard-fought draw at Goodison earlier this season, very different to what happened down at their place last year. Yeah, season. well, they've, they've shown again they're a good outfit. We know that. Um, Reblended the team. I've missed a few players um, or players leaving and, and still a good outfit. The home records have been very good for a number of seasons. Um, but yeah, we, we found a way. I thought at home we gave a good performance, kept them to very minimal chance. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. 
Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Um, didn't create as many as we'd like to ourselves, but it was a good tactical performance. I think you have to do that against these. I think tactically you have to be right. Um, equally, you have to be right on transition. You know, most teams who do well against them have worked well on transition, including ourselves, of course, last season. Um, but you can't just rely on that. You know, we've got to play as well. We've got to work with the ball and in possession um, when we get it as well, as well as getting the tactical sort of framework of the side right. So. Has it impacted the mindset to be out of the bottom three again? Well, I think it's just something that sometimes people forget. You know, we got, we got 10 points uh, taken off us and suddenly you, you thrust back into the, I think it was second bottom at that time. And I think after losing at Man U, it, we might have gone five points out of it. I can't remember, four or five points out of it. And now we're back above it. So, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a fair marker. You know, it's not, it's not the perfect marker, but it's a fair swing that when you've had 10 points taken off you. So we're just waiting. Look, the, the appeal, we don't know what's going to happen. It could make a big difference, could make a medium difference, might make a small difference. We don't know. Um, but, but there's plenty of work to be done, that's for sure. And I think the players are putting in plenty of work. I see them every day. I think they're very diligent and I think the professionalism has been excellent and now taking that onto the pitch and staying with the, the belief system in playing how we are playing and finding the finishes, as you rightly say, to win games. And I think we're close. Kind of sums up the top of the table nature of the season, does it? Because even after the points deduction, you've opened up a gap between yourselves and the bottom three as well at one point. Well, there hasn't been much calm water since I've been at this club, that's for sure. The odd week and then another wave comes and hits you in the face. So uh, let's see. Let's see how it tumbles forward. Just finally for me, Sean, just check the injuries. Obviously, Dan Juma, I take it, not ready yet. How far away? Uh, Seamus... From, from yeah, it was early in the week. At least he was back in today. Still sounds a little bit groggy, but he's you know the pro he is. Um, Arnie's working very hard to get fit. Andre's working very hard to get fit. Um, the others are more or less okay. Miko's took a knock, but I think well, hopefully he'll be all right. Um, yeah, I think everyone else is okay. Yeah, take it the Corey no reaction as well. No, no, we, we we had to monitor his minutes, of course, but no, he's he's been out there training today. Thank you, John. Thank you. <coughs> Actually, well, just just one from me on Dominic. Um, how much are you hoping that the return of Decore is going to maybe take a bit of pressure off him, improve the service to him? I don't yeah, think. I don't think I don't think it's about taking any pressure off anyone. You know, pressure's there in all of our certainly our professional lives, as Sean, certainly in football. So I think that's that's what you adapt to as a player, and and you sort of need somewhat of a pressure. You need something to to help stimulate other than your own stimulation. So I think that's part and parcel of it. Um, and the top players take pressure all the time. So I will say to the younger players here, well, for all the players, but sp- specifically the younger players, that's what your growth is. You know, it's handling the question marks, it's handling the pressure and still delivering. And I think that's all part of it. Dom's a bit older and wiser, of course. Um, but amongst a, a group who are, you know, it's not just about Dom and Duke, I can assure you. Dwight pitched in with a number of goals last year. Jack Harrison's got goals in him from his previous record. You know, we've got goals elsewhere in the team. Our set pieces are a massive threat. We know that. So, you know, there's other ways of scoring. But it is obviously helpful and helpful to them as individuals when strikers are scoring. That is quite obvious. Just on the positive, uh, you said it's possibly at the back of the players' minds. 
is it not the subject of daily conversation around the training ground? No, absolutely not. No point to that. Well, well, you know, can't do anything about it until it's done. So, if we had a million conversations, not going to change what's happening in an appeal process. It's up to them to decide that. Thanks, Damien. I'll go through you. Glad you're on the Hi, Sean. Hey. Um, just going back to putting the ball in the back of the net, there were some positives in terms of the delivery that came in to players like Dominic the other night from Dwight McNeil and Dwight obviously with the delivery for the goal as well. So that's the, the other important aspect of it is, is getting the delivery right. And are you confident that you're seeing a bit more of that now? I don't think I've been seeing less of it all season. I think I think the, the, the stats and facts, I don't rely heavily on them all the time, but they have to be put into the melting pot. And that, that suggested that we are getting the ball into key areas. We are getting people into key areas. We are creating chances. So, you know, you don't, like I say, it's not, it's not the only um, uh, way of looking at it, but you have to look at the stats, the analysis, the facts, and, of course, your feel. You know, I thought the other night was a good example of that. First half, we were off it. Second half was a very good performance. Very good performance. Statistically, the feel was it wasn't as good as what the stats shown. So that's a difference. You know, my job is to look at both the feel that I have of the performance and the facts and the stats. So I've certainly not questioned the cross, uh, crossing abilities. Um, at times, we put better quality in. I thought Dwight's ball in for Dom was, was a fantastic ball in the second half, especially a very, very tough technical cross that when you're cutting in to reshape, to get the shape on it into the box. Um, so, so excellent delivery. Set pieces, our delivery's been very good over the season so far. We want that to continue. Um, so, yeah, I think it's. It's like all of these things, that the detail is not just the, the stats and facts, it's the quality moment, the detail in the moment. They're often the deciding factors. Defensively, we've been good with that. Attacking-wise, we haven't been as good with them details, and that's what we're going to continue to work correcting. And uh, Dwight <coughs> and Decore, I remember last season at Brighton, had particularly good nights. I don't know whether you start from scratch, it's all gone that now, but do players, when they go back to a place like that where they've had a good experience does that give you a bit of a well we'll see but i hope so it's an enjoyable experience that's for sure now they're a good outfit and i think we know that um, i think that was probably a hiccup in their season that time and we we made that happen though don't get me wrong i mean it wasn't because uh, they weren't playing well or they weren't a good side because they are a good side we know that um but no i think i think we focused on our performance that night we normally do and we've got to do that again because they're still a very strong outfit and the home record suggests that and as it was last season this again could be a, a if you can win this game could give you a, a real, real boost, regardless of the, the points. That I hear that every week here, for a year. Oh, this is a big game, this one. Every game's a big game out of a football club. So we just take another one on. Thanks, Ian. I'll go to Andy. That's sensation. Yeah. Hi, Sean. Um, j just away from Everton, um, Joe Hart's announced the, today that he's retiring at the end of the season. Given you work with him at Burnley, just wondering you know, if you could give your thoughts on what a career he's had. Yeah, um, I'm sure there'll be a lot of thoughts from a lot of people. Mine was a, a very good experience with a really good uh, professional, good guy as well. Um, and he adapted to everything we asked of him at, at Burnley Football Club. So I think he's had an amazing career and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised he's, he's actually leaving. So from what I know, I don't keep up endlessly with Scottish football. I think he's done very well up there and I think he's enjoyed his time there. But he's obviously felt it's, it's right. So whatever comes next for him, I wish him well.